Hello and welcome to Collision Cast, Fenderbender's official podcast, helping collision repair shop operators make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Paul Hodowanik, staff writer for Fenderbender, and I'm really excited about today's episode. We have Louis Sharp, who was most recently our keynote speaker at the Fenderbender Management Conference in Minneapolis last week. Uh, we caught up with Louis during, right after his keynote, he chats with digital multimedia editor Noah Brown about his presentation, plus everything he's learned from his career in leadership. Uh, you're gonna, you're not gonna want to miss this one. Louis is great anytime he's talking about leadership. So let's jump right over to Noah and Louis for their conversation. So to start off, um, if you wouldn't mind just explaining a little bit about uh, what your keynote session was on, uh, what topics you addressed, kind of give us the uh, the Spark Notes version of, of that. Sure, I'd be happy to do that, Noah. So basically, I was talking about leadership, and I talked about the six C's of leadership, mm-hmm. three C's that we need to eliminate and three C's that we need to focus on being better at. And the three to eliminate were complaining, criticizing, and commiserating, mm-hmm. and the three C's to add are um, courage, confidence, and communication. Mm-hmm. And so why, why those three uh, that you need to eliminate and why those three that you need to add? How did you come, come to those? Uh, I think they were really easy. One of them is, is the three that um, I chose to eliminate are the biggest um, relationship destroyers. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've realized recently is is that anybody that's ever done anything big and great did it with a team. And so relationships critical, right? And so that's why I picked the, the, the three C's to eliminate because they all really have a really powerful negative impact on relationships. The three C's that I, I chose to highlight, I chose those because I think that uh, one of, is the reality that confidence is the number one thing people look for in a leader. Mm-hmm. And then the other two... Uh, again, was communication, which all about the relationships. And then when you talk about courage, I think people don't realize every day we make decisions and choices. And often we take the low road and we don't use courage, Mm -hmm. you know, and and that might even literally be something as simple as, you know, improving your diet or getting more sleep. You know, it's, it's, it takes courage to get off the couch and go to bed in time, not, watch another hour of Netflix or whatever it might be. And so I think literally, one of the things I've really understood, and what I want to say is literally, we form our life by these little decisions that we make day in and day out. Mm -hmm. And so the courage to make the good decision, the best decision, even though it's not even popular with you, is always the decision you need to make. Mm And it's interesting that you frame that as as courage, because I mean, going through your bio here, you know, you served in the armed forces for uh, what about twenty years, um, right? And so, a lot of people would say, "Oh, yeah, that that's courage right there," and just the the trying to you know make these little changes in your life that's not even remotely similar. But why why choose the word courage? Why frame it that way? Because I I think that it's 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 the best word, and and right now we need courageous leaders more than ever before. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody that's in a position of power and or access to media channels aren't making courageous decisions. Mm-hmm. Right. They're making really um, self-centered, egotistical decisions instead of courageous decisions that are in the best interest of all concerned. Mm-hmm. 
So shifting gears here a little bit, uh, you've been in the industry for what? 40 years exactly, right? You started your shop in 81? Yeah, May, May it was 40 years. Yes, wow. sir. Oh my gosh. Well, congratulations on, on <laughs> 40 you. years in the industry. I imagine a lot has changed in that time. What are some of the biggest changes that you've noticed in, in four decades? The technology, obviously. I think that's a no-brainer. And, the, and the, the, the complicated sophistication of the vehicles. Mm -hmm. But I think that kind of to what, you know, the whole conference is take the lead. Mm -hmm. I think the thing that's still the same through all that is I wouldn't be where I'm at had I not built relationships with people and had those people not bought into my vision and my goal and my dream. Mm -hmm. And so as much as it's changed, it's also stayed the same. Mm -hmm. And so how important then, you've mentioned to kind of bring it full circle, you know, kind of being a courageous leader, being a, a team player, doing things with your team. How important is it that as all of this technology is changing, how important is it to focus on those things that are staying the same, that, you know, in order to get the most out of your team, to give the most to your team? Well, I, you know, I think that that's, that's a lifelong journey, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's like learning. I think lots of people get out of, get out of high school or college and they think, oh my God, thank God that's over. I'm done, mm -hmm. right? When at the end of the day, your life's really just beginning. Mm -hmm. And so is your learning. And so as, mu as much as leadership stays the same, I, I think, like I said, from the stage, for me, it's a lifelong journey. The day I'm I stop working on being a better leader is the day I take my last breath. Mm -hmm. The day I, I stop learning is the day I take my last breath. Mm -hmm. Until then, I, I realize that the only way I can, I can be better, and, and, and this is an interesting thing, right? I can't have an impact on your life if I'm not being better too, right? Because at some point I don't have credibility, and the other part of it is, is I've got to lead by example. Mm -hmm. Really powerful to lead by example. And so if you, tell, you see me telling you not to drink and get to bed early tonight and you're at the bar tonight and I'm there at 11 o'clock still doing shots at tequila and crushing beer cans on my head, you know, it, 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 that goes a long way. Right. All right, those are all the questions that I have for you. Is there anything else you'd like to add that I didn't ask about? You know, I, I would. I, I'd like to say that um, I pulled the AV team aside before my presentation as well as uh, Bryson and Anna. Mm -hmm. And I know you're fairly new to the team, mm -hmm. but I can tell you, you've joined a great team. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm w really well aware that it takes a team. And so I thanked the AV team and I said, you know, today we're going to change, even if it's just one life. Mm -hmm. If we change a life today, then we've made a difference and all our hard work, all our planning was all worth it just for that one life. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're, as leaders, we're not supposed to know the downstream, Right. You may not feel like it, but you're already leading even though you're new to the company. Mm -hmm. And you don't know who you're impacting and who they're going to impact. And that's what I call the downstream, mm -hmm. right? You might, you might even inspire or encourage somebody above you just by the way you behave and conduct yourself. And then that affects their spouse and their kids and their grandkids. And that's the power of what we do. And whether, whether you're the person that's interviewing the speakers for this event or you're the person that was busy stuffing plastic bags or you're the person that was, is Bryce, it doesn't matter because mm -hmm. it all works with everybody. And you take one of those cogs out, the whole thing comes to a screeching halt. Mm -hmm. And that's really, you know, when I, when I first joined this team, uh, this is my second job out of college and uh, the first job 
was as far away from a team environment as you could get. It was basically like you show up, your boss gives your orders, and then you go out and you do whatever you want. And so that, that's really what drew me to 210 Missions. And just seeing an event like this, I think, is a perfect display where every single person here is needed. And without any individual person, this this conference doesn't happen. And so it, 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 it's a great team effort. And I just I feel incredibly lucky to, to be a part of, of something like this. Well, and that, that I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. At your age, how old are you? Uh, 24. So at the tender young age of 24, you have great wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I mean that sincerely. You have great wisdom because you're aware, right? Most people aren't aware. But in that awareness, you now get to appreciate where you've landed. Right. Do you remember the, uh, or have you ever seen the uh, TV show Friends? Yes. One of the things that everybody said about that show, the entire show was, they did it right. Right. Mm-hmm. Other actors that went there thought, my God, this is how it's really supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. Well, 10 missions, you guys are doing it right. This is how it's supposed to be done. And I, I said this to the AV team and I said it to Bryce and Anna as well. I speak across the country and I can tell you I'm blown away. This is I show up and do all this for free because, one, I love you guys and I love your passion. Mm-hmm. But I also you make it so easy. Because you work so hard, because you come from a place of service, and because you guys care about people, it's really easy to show up and, and be my best. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate that. It, it's, uh, we're, we're happy that you're here and, and able to, to provide that, that environment. Right, it well, goes both ways. Thanks yeah, for having uh, me, Noah. Thank you so much. really appreciate your time. <laughs>